You're listening to The Ranch Sit-Down with your host, Shane Hollinger. Well, his first album, General Store, came out in 1997 and struck a chord with a lot of fans of his songwriting. My guest today, the great Owen Temple. How are you, buddy? I'm great, Shane. Good to be with you. Good to have you here. It seems like it's been a long time since we've seen each other and chatted, and uh, like you've been making new music just released a new album yeah yeah excited this will be the ninth album and uh it's been it has been 10 years between the eighth and the ninth but uh you'd like uh, to take your time yeah i'd like <laughs> to take my time and uh, and i won't mention any young children that also like to take my time. <laughs> right. but they happen to be six and eight years old and, and now that they're in kindergarten mm-hmm. and they can earn their own living yeah they know. got a job yeah. full time yeah, yeah exactly you know they're abcs they can get a good job I, right yeah you know so uh, I'm I'm uh, unleashed again uh, on the world. I've unleashed myself. Yeah. So that first album, there were so many hits that are like iconic songs now. You know, One on a Bar, Tennessee Highway, Me and Maria, and it's crazy that any artist could kick off with an album like that. And you think, all right, well then, obviously they've peaked. That's their every album you put out the songwriting seems to just get a little better and a little better and a little better you are a a true true texas songwriter well man just in the same way that you are a broadcaster uh, and you've just gotten better every year too you you know it's what we love to do so mm-hmm. we think about it and we when we go to sleep we're thinking about it when we wake up in the morning we think about it right so um you know i it's, and the other thing is i don't i play i play golf badly but oh, the, do you? But the thing I do for fun with my friends is write songs. I was going to say, because golf isn't fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, it's, you know, it's kind of not that fun. But when a friend says, hey, you want to go, instead of play X number of holes, they right. say, hey, you want to go try to write a song? I'm like, hell yeah. I'll be, where, where, when and where? So it's a great thing. It's, it's a fun thing I do with my friends, too. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it is how I have friends, you know. It's, it's, it's one of the major ways that I have good conversations. But, you know. So that's your passion is just writing a song. It really is, man. You know, a trivial conversation doesn't, you know, you know, it's essential. Mm -hmm. But after about, you know, 40, 30 minutes of it, you know, you're ready to dig in. No, really, how are you? Right. Well, no, I mean, how are you? How are you with the A? Yeah, the R. And the great thing about songwriting is that you can't write a song called I'm fine, thanks. (laughs) Right. You know, you got to you got to talk about what's really going on mm-hmm. if it's going to be an interesting song. And that's what a good songwriter does is it has the ability to do that and just open up your soul and your heart to everybody. That's got to so, be a hard place to be. Well, it's so well you just said it so well right there that uh we just rhyme that we could put a make a song about right. it, you know what I mean? That really is what it is is rhyming a good conversation and so uh um of course you want to make it catchy and we all the beautiful things we love about music too, just good grooves and good melodies, right. but uh but uh, but uh, you'd be surprised how far you could get with a just com- good conversation with a friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Rings on a tree. Yeah. Is the uh, title of the latest album. Yeah. There's obviously some sort of meaning behind that. Owen Temple's always got a meaning behind everything. Oh man. Well, you, you know I do think about it. It is kind of a symbol for me. And uh, you know you're a family man. You've got a new branch on your uh, on your as a grandchild. That's that's, yeah. that's cool. You know, that's how life is. The older you get, you realize that it's all connected. Mm-hmm. We're all, you know, we're all uh, one big family. And as hard as it is sometimes reading the newspaper to, to <laughs> right. stay reminded of that, I think that's how we're going to get through this, too, is by reminding ourselves that, hey, this is a big family. So Rings on a Tree for me is about 
changes mm -hmm. that we see from year to year in the rings in a tree, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, it's also about the branching in the sense that, you know, you got eight great-grandparents that you probably didn't meet, maybe one or two of them you met. Yeah. But they are influenced your life in huge ways. And also, so that means that your life is as important and consequential as as theirs, you know, so it just makes life meaningful. For future to, branches. Yeah, to yeah. see to see history in terms of kind of a growing tree. Every day, you know, we sometimes say, Oh, this we're broadcasting live or this is a you know, this is a recording. Well, all of life is a recording. <laughs> it's, a recording. <laughs> it's all recorded in the right. universe. And um, so we just do the best we can, make it make it groovy, mm -hmm. make it a fun show, uh, try to make it meaningful. So yeah, that's what rings on a tree means for me. Just kind of seeing the continuity across you know time and uh, and and seeing us all really as a big family yeah see i told you you always have a meaning behind everything man i tell you what <laughs> if you're gonna drive you know five hours 12 hours 17 hours you need to have some meaning oh my you gosh, need to have yeah. some mean, meaning uh, and that's the great thing about playing a show is you're usually with people that uh, want to have this conversation like mm -hmm. you know but you're out it's some Cool, cool venue. Everybody's got a, everybody's got a drink. Everybody's relaxed, and, and it's kind of like um, you get to talk about. I mean, it's like going to the movies for me too. You know, get really good movie. Um, right. Um, so um, it's they say you get paid for the traveling. You don't get paid for the performing. That's the because fun part. the performing that's is the bonus. That's free. Yeah. You, know? you only pay me to get here. So when you're traveling, I've always uh, it's always a curious thing. So what are you doing when you're driving these long distances? Are you listening to a podcast? Are you listening to certain artists? You're trying to find something new. You're just sitting around listening to your own songs all day. And <laughs> yeah, I am so it. good. <laughs> yeah, choice D. You got it nailed it right there. <laughs> just listening to myself. Yep. You know, it's all it's all three. It's so great. It used you know, and, and you started broadcasting too back when there was limited options in the car. You right. think what radio stations are going to be tunable and for how long? And hopefully your didn't your CD didn't skip if you hit a bump back yeah, in the day. And if one got stuck in the dash like it did for me a couple oh, of times, yeah. uh, you hopefully at least liked it so that you, when you heard. And I liked Jacko Pierce, but I heard him for about <laughs> eight months one year. Uh, uh, and that was great. I had a Walt Wilkins stuck in one time, and I wasn't upset with that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, like right, you I'm weren't okay exploring, you know, something a, a little more cliched. Let's, but uh, you know, it's great between podcasts and Spotify. I found this Spotify playlist. It's like called the Thousand Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. You oh, know? really? <laughs> so I, I've got that to, for the next you know forty, fifty years. Uh, so the hopefully. scary part is if you finish that. <laughs> yeah, what happens then? Be looking over your shoulder. Yeah. Oh man, it, it's fun. It's all a lot of it's uh, rock and roll because they're you know classic rock albums. It's for some reason it's this list. And my daughter gets in the car and I've been listening to Smashing Pumpkins or something. She goes, "Oh my gosh, you're listening to rock? That's so embarrassing." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Oh my gosh, do you realize seventy five years of teenage rebels just like <laughs> just yeah yeah just like are you kidding by, me?" My teenager telling me rock was not. Uh, yeah, the, the most interesting cutting edge thing I could be doing, but uh, so that was funny. What always freaks me out is when I'm scanning through the dials and I listen to like a a classic rock station, uh -huh. and there's like, hey, there's Motley Crue. Oh dear God, wait, why are they classic yeah. rock? Yeah, and you remember I had this conversation the other day. Uh, remember how threatening and scary we thought? Oh uh, my, yeah, Motley, Motley no, Crue just was a bunch they're, of clowns. Is what it seems like. They're beautiful in comparison. They're, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know.
<laughs> this is supposed to be threatening. You know? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Well, I remember being young and wanting that first Bon Jovi "Slippery When Wet" album. Ooh, yeah, the original cover, maybe. I wanted that, and uh, we're watching MTV one time. Yeah, and it comes on, and I'm, my mom is sitting next to me. And I'm like, "That's the album I want," and she's like, "John, get in here. This is what your son wants for Christmas." <laughs> As a re- reproach, yeah. Well, or uh, you know, I remember that. Remember they had to switch out the album covers because yeah. the first one was the. Uh, wet t-shirt yeah and then, then they had to change it to a road my sign. buddy chris epler had the poster in his wall his parents were like the coolest parents ever oh, yeah. yeah yeah you know mtv that was a big influence on me too is, <laughs> i mean they, they 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 fed me some good stuff they though. did it, it, hold, it really holds up stuff it holds back up, in the day. you know i miss the music stations I yeah did. right so like when you were when you were growing up and you were watching mtv was that the point where you thought maybe music was your thing like what brought you to music? Yeah, you know, I had a record player from when I was a little kid, and uh, and you know, and so I remember wearing wearing that out. Of course, you know, stuff like Puff the Magic Dragon, but mm-hmm. it was still that was plenty for me. I mean, just seeing that going around, and, and yeah, and then it was you know, then it was things like Michael Jackson, Thriller, that you Thriller know, album, was, yeah, man, that cassette, next level. Oh, oh my gosh, and then and then and then Prince, but then it was also we lived about forty five minutes out of town. On outside of Kerrville, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, driving into town, it was it was eight tracks and cassettes in my dad's car, which were Johnny Cash, Marty Robbins, uh, Willie Nelson, and uh, so all that stuff. You know, like Johnny Cash saying, "Don't take your guns to town, son, yeah, son." And that, woo, that got me. I was like, "I that will not." And I, <laughs> yes, and I, sir. <laughs> and I do not. You know. <laughs> Uh, a young cowboy named Billy Joe grew restless on the farm. I was like, Such that's like me. <laughs> yeah, I know this guy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that, and then of course the MTV years, you know, uh, but, uh, really for me, it was Jerry, Jerry Jeff Walker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember some shows over at Billy Bob's, his Christmas shows. Do you oh yeah. Those? Yeah. Wow. Those were so much fun. And, and then those songs, they taught me about songwriters mm-hmm. because one, this, oh, this is by Guy Clark. This song is by Townsend Vincent. This song's by Jimmy Buffett. This song's yeah. by, it was like, boom, this like library or like big bang of songwriters. Mm-hmm. And I just, and I went down to Lukenbach to go hear Jerry Jeff and had a religious. You had to witness it. Yeah. Yeah. A religious experience yeah. there at the dance hall. Oh, man. And, uh, and then, so when I moved to Austin, I was like, I uh, got a job playing on Tuesday nights down at a bar in downtown Austin. Mm-hmm. Four hour gig. And I had about 10 songs that I knew. So I think that's what turned me into a songwriter. So what kind of covers were you doing? Well, all those tapes I was telling you about, uh, you know, the doing Johnny Cash, doing doing Ring of Fire, doing Jaded Lover, doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, On the Road Again, and and, uh, and Robert O'Keen and Gary P. Nunn, mm-hmm. um, uh, the people that showed, and, and Jack Ingram. You know, yep. Jack had played at O. Henry's Back 40, this, this bar, the year before, so there was a trail. There was like, oh, oh my gosh, yeah. you know. And Corey Moore on the path, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Corey Mora had played there, and Phil Pritchett had played there. So, uh, and Phil was on the jukebox. So, oh my god, yeah, yeah. He, they, his his first album, Phil, maybe second album, but it was they put it on the jukebox mm-hmm. there. So it was like, there's a trail. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can do this. So uh, that that was that was how it started for me. That is wild. So, what, is there anybody in your family that did music before you? That's a no. My my mom and dad are not. I mean, they they like they like music and are into it. Mm-hmm. I, my my I can't really 
you know, there's there's musical people, but it's not, that's one thing they I looked at my it family as a career. One discovery that I made uh, through kind of this family tree looking at is mm-hmm. was my great grandfather was a was a blues fan back when the in the twenties. Oh, know, the twenties and thirties. Yeah, 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 yeah. And played the violin and um, and uh, really devoted himself to music in a big way. So I felt that connection with someone I'd never met who's in my family tree. Uh, so so thanks for asking about that. But I, that's the best I can figure out. The, other, the the last musician I can find in my family tree, yeah. So what did your family say when you said, hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> well, it was funny because I was still in college when I started playing in Tarleton up, up at Stephenville. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, I was a soft, sophomore in college, uh, going up to Lubbock, going to Amarillo, playing mm-hmm. the Golden Light, Blue Light, mm-hmm. um, you know, City Limits in Stephenville. And and then going over to the to the tap in College Station, and um, and so when I was able to pay my bills with music, my parents kind of they understood. <laughs> they were quiet about. It. They're like, "All right, man. Well, I bought an engagement ring for a girl that I'd uh, I'm still married to, and um, and uh, I'm still proud of that. That per- that's one of the better purchases I made with my music funds. Right, get, right. The bar tab's uh, a little less uh, <laughs> proud of, but. Uh, Glad I put some of it into something that, that, that lasts. Uh, Early days, did you ever have those nights where the bar tab was higher than the pay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it's, it's called the circle of life. Right, though, right. Know, That's city like, limits days. <laughs> you pay me this, and I pay you back that, yeah. and we're even, even great, right. awesome. just, just like before we started. Now I have no gas. Yeah, and then yeah. everybody's like, "Nice doing business with you. Nice doing business with you. I'll see you. See you in three weeks." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're yeah. going to get you back here as quick as possible because uh-huh, it didn't uh-huh. cost us anything. Yeah, that's the way it all goes, man. And I went, I went down to Record Town just, just a minute ago, and yeah. found found some cool uh, vinyl, and uh, and they had stocked my new, my vinyl, and so I was like, well, here we go, the circle of life all over again. That's awesome, so, yeah, uh, yeah. That's very cool. Now you've written songs for so many of our favorite artists. There's Walt, or written for or with Walt, Courtney Patton. Uh, Paul Cawthon, the band of Heathens, like so many artists. Is there one artist that you want to write with, but you haven't had that opportunity yet? Oh man, that's a good question. Let me think for a second. Um, I'd love to write a song with Jack Ingram. I've never written a You've song. Never with written Jack. with Jack. No, no. We we should, we need to get together and yeah, write. I'd love I'd love to. We've done some fun shows together, and I always had a good rapport with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we never sat down and tried to rhyme it. So that yeah that that'd be on my list. That would be yeah. a fun collaboration for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's one name that comes to mind. Oh. I like that. Yeah. Hey Jack, <laughs> let's let's hook this up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Brought your guitar with you. Yeah, man. You want to play a song for us? Yeah, let me do you one. Here you go. It's Owen Temple. The new album "Rings on a Tree" came out. Uh, I guess last month. Well, it's been about three weeks, something like that. That's right. That's and it's right. such a great, such a fantastic album. Oh man, well it's, thanks. It's got 15 songs on it in a uh, you'd think but, after 10 years you could have come up with more than 15 you know, songs that's though. right that's I'm, lazy I'm, I'm, I know. It's, <laughs> it's tricky to get them all out they said we're gonna have to do this on two discs vinyl but that's all right i'm gonna do this song this is one i wrote with um, kelly McWee. Yeah. and uh goes like we wrote this kind of thinking about our families and how um the people that got together a long time ago i'm glad they got together you know right <laughs>
He had the smell of tobacco smoke on his clothes Didn't look a day over 17 years old She had the smell of magnolia on her hair And the southern drawl that stretched from here to there They didn't know what they were doing They knew it felt good Turned out they didn't care about the why or should took her to the movies she took his name and they moved to Texarkana when the baby came left turns and right turns get us here all the beautiful accidents over the years look good on you they look good on you good on on the line you grew up like a weed swimming in the red river all elbows and knees ten years later in a few states away my first job got me down the interstate I stopped into a place I didn't know of for hands in my pockets both feet on the floor I was headed for the door sick of standing around Somehow I saw you, so I cut through the crowd Left turns and right turns get us here All the beautiful accidents over the years Look good on you They look good on you Good on you And when you said I do, I said I do too. Beautiful accidents, beautiful accidents, beautiful accidents look good on you. They look good on you. Good on you Owen Temple, that is my favorite, personal favorite song off that album. Yeah, man. All right. It is just, it's such a well written song. You guys did a great job with that. And, I, of course, the first time I hear the, I see the title on uh-huh. the album, I'm thinking, hey, that sounds like something Bob Ross would say. And it was like, beautiful yeah, right. beautiful, let's make a little beautiful accident. You know, I got to give credit to uh, Tom Waits. I was listening to an interview oh, yeah. podcast with Tom Waits. And and uh, this is how you learn from the masters. So sometimes they leave little tra- little breadcrumbs. And he said, oh, yeah, you know, this was a, that, that was just something like a little, that was a beautiful accident that happened. You went, and I went, ding, ding. Hey, hey. Hey, Tom, I didn't see on his discography any, any song titled that. I was like, that's fair game. So, Well, I didn't see you give him songwriting credit on that. <laughs> uh, two words, two words, not enough. Two words, not enough. Not, not, not proposed. Uh, I've looked into this. And, although I would love to have it. So actually, Tom, I'd be happy to have a co-write with you. So, yeah, we so could come, put Tom and call, Jack yeah. Ingram and you in a room together. 
Oh, man, yeah. Let you may do... not get a song, but the stories would be great. Yeah, do you think I'd name drop uh, Tom Waits a lot when I yeah. uh, said, oh, there's a song I wrote with Tom Waits, you know? Yeah. So, totally worth it. At the grocery it. store, paying yeah. for your bananas. You know, Tom Waits is a big fan of bananas, too. I just hung out with him. Well, you know, it's like it's like Frank Sinatra told me, uh, <laughs> never name drop. Right. <laughs> now you sound like Ray Wiley Hubbard <laughs> over here. You also uh, you co-authored a book with Gordy Quist, a book on songwriting. Yeah. Do you ever see yourself doing more novels? You know what I, uh, me and um, me and Gordy used to have these phone call debates about songwriting. Like I, I'd oh, say yeah? we, I'd propose something like if you, you know, one of the best ways to write a song is to put a, uh, is to put the name of the place in the town. You know, and and, mm-hmm. he, and he'd go. And he'd go, no, I don't think that's right. And then we'd take a look, and we'd go, oh my gosh, look at all these songs that are, you know, you know, great town songs, you know. Yeah. So, and then, and then I'd say something like, well, the more song, he'd say something like, the more songs you write, the better you'll you get. And I said, well, not necessarily. The more you write, the better. And then I started thinking about, it. I was like, yes, actually, you will get better if you if you try to write more. Really? So the, these are the kind of things we put in the book. These kind of discoveries we made. There's always that saying, like the first 150 or whatever it is, you know, yeah. write 150 songs, throw those out, and then start writing. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, that is. No, you're right. There's going to be, you know, you, and the comedians also say, you know, you need to write 10 jokes to get one good one. Right. So, you know, there is, if as long as you're listening and kind mm-hmm. of good, I mean, we're trusting people have basic good taste, then you're going to get better because, you, you know, you're going to have a, you're going to play. The other the great thing about playing in Texas not a lot of other places have the, the ability to test songs. We can play songs yeah. live, yeah. which doesn't happen, you know, to the extent it happens in Texas. And you'll find out if, if, if the song's better or not. Yeah. Because <laughs> you hear crickets and you go. And Texans are usually uh, open to, to uh, submitting their, you know, They'll come at mid-song, you know. Yeah. You know whether the, that sucks! You're right now. Uh, this bridge needs to be in a different key, you know. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm really that. sorry about that. I apologize. Yeah, maybe not that sophisticated a comment, but well, and and you're you're right that you can test songs. We did uh, a little f- showcase of Fort Worth artists, say a okay. little, but it was a really neat deal. We okay. did at Americana Fest uh, uh, yeah, last yeah. month. Brought mm-hmm. up ten different artists based here in Fort Worth. I to saw showcase. some of that. Very cool. And a a lot of people from the Nashville area showed up because you know it's neat. Like okay. they just love Texas, uh-huh. and they were blown away that these guys and gals could play their own original music. Because most of the like the bars on Broadway that you hear, you got to go see Broadway. It's only artists doing cover songs. That's all they want. Like they don't have the ability to sing their own stuff, and that's what just really sets us apart and makes this scene so special. So special. So unheard. You know, really unheard of. And then, I've, you know, I'm lucky to have fans in, in Europe and songwriters there, and and they go, "You're so lucky to live in Texas." Mm-hmm. And like, because we can't play original music. You know, out. Nobody wants to hear. They want to hear original. something they've already heard a thousand times. Something from America, or uh, or some, but nothing. Or never Oasis. something original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to play Wonderwall. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're lucky, and thanks to these odd these audiences, these y'all. What's a, it's a circle of life. I mean, it really we got, is. We got radio. We got group. venues. We got uh, uh, even some record stores still that. Uh, mm-hmm. That support all this, and it, it, we all need each other. But it's, it's cool what we've, what we've got going. It's been happening for, you know, seventy five hundred years. It has. Mm-hmm. So every person has goals in their life. They set goals. Yeah. What is the next goal for Owen Temple? You know, that's a good question, and maybe, and maybe I haven't, um, 
maybe I'm too happy because <laughs> in a lot of ways, you know, I'm kind of, kind of wow, it's uh, it's it's very cool what has already happened. I don't like have some like, uh, oh my gosh, I've got to do this and get everybody get out of my way gotcha. until it happens. But I would say, you know, my heroes, let's mm-hmm. say my heroes, Guy, okay. Guy Clark um, and Bob Dylan and and even some of my heroes that their their life was a little tougher, uh, like like Towns Van Zandt. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I just love the way that their body of work um, just showed how they just kept learning and kept, you know, it really the endurance and how they just kept exploring their, you know, passion and just that trail that they left. Right. Um, so I'd just like to, <laughs> you know, yeah, have my name next to Bob Dylan. And You're going to say just— well, But I don't know. I'm not talking about that, but— I am talking about that. You know, just something I'm proud of, record record to record. Let me look it back and go, yeah, man. I didn't ever, I didn't ever go, you know what, just put it out. It'll be fine. It's not that good, but just put it out. I really did always try to make it up to like, hey, if you're, if Guy Clark did hear this sometime, you know, uh, would, would what he, would he think? Would he think I was trying? Would he think I was trying? He didn't have to approve of every single, but he, you know, you can tell when somebody's, trying in their, right, heart, yeah. in their hearts and when they care absolutely and uh, so yeah i guess just a body work that looked like i cared because i do yeah so just to be mentioned in the same breath as them sure you know sure like, you know yeah there's these great songwriters yeah that, that have owen be... temple's name in there seems like that would be just yeah and to inspire i guess anybody in the same way that jerry jeff and guy clark and mm-hmm. bob dylan showed me a path toward a lot of friendships, some great experiences, and a, and a way to pay my bills for a long time. Right. Uh, maybe I'd, if I could return that favor a little bit and show someone that there is, you know, that working on music is really rewarding. And, and uh, it, it's also, you know, it takes a lot out of you, but it's, but at the end of it, it's worth, it's, it feels worth it to me. So. Well, you, you've, you've created something that will live on long after you're gone, you know, and that's, that's art. I and think that's so. That's the beauty of art. Yeah, it is. It's art. It's culture. It's a. It's a. It's a way that humans get a little bit better. And Lord knows we need to get a little bit better. And, but maybe that, a little more than a little bit. But yeah, yeah. yeah we're right. The songwriters are working as fast as they can. <laughs> you know, to. Uh, to but uh, you know, to really to sell. And that's what songs can do is they can celebrate what's most dear to us mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. and i think that we all you know as much as we can focus on what's what's dear to us and what's worth you know holding on to and what's worth to, to doing more of absolutely that's what art and culture you know um ideally will be doing so onward man the new album rings on a tree from owen temple owen thank you so much for chatting with us man it's been an honor and a privilege and just can't wait to see what comes next. You know, the next album in ten years. Hey, thank yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna catch up a little bit. But uh, hey, Shane, thanks, thanks for being a. Uh, I mean, you're, you have great taste, and uh, you know it's it's in your your blood. Your oh, your yeah. dad, your dad John was mm-hmm. was a great friend uh, t- to me, and is a great friend to me. Although I haven't seen him in, in too long. So, John, hey, I'm gonna call you. <laughs> uh, but uh, thanks for doing what you're doing. Absolutely, thank you, buddy. This has been The Ranch Sit Down. To hear more, check out our free app. Just search for 95.9 The Ranch or find it wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. New episodes every week.